This is Best Show Gems, the best of the best show on WFMU. My name is Tom Sharpling. I'm the host of the best show on WFMU. And I guess I'm the host of Best Show Gems also. As I said earlier, Best Show Gems, it's a sliver, a slice, a sampling of what we do during the full three-hour extravaganza that is the best show on WFMU. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this. Or actually, if you're working out, lean up and get excited and get ready to enjoy another installment of Best Show Gems. FMU, you're on the air. My condolences about that. That that sounds like a one one heck of a bad day. I'm sorry you had to go through that. It was it was interesting. You know, it was look, I if I could have not done it, I definitely would have not done it. Right. But I I had to do it. So right. I did it and it's it's kind of the way it works. And it's kind you, of your duty, I guess, you know. I mean, it is, exactly. It's jury duty, I guess. Yeah, there was a point where a judge stood up in the front of the room and said something to the effect that uh, this judge came down to swear us all in at, at one time, kind of like a uh, Reverend Sun Young Moon <laughs> right. uh, wedding. And he was like, uh, you're all wearing invisible robes. You're all wearing invisible black robes. You are all Wait, invisible judges. black robes? <laughs> That's a good point, actually. Yes. In- how how can the robes be bla- invisible and black? I don't know. That's really... Yeah. He actually said that, though. He said, you're all wearing invisible black robes. You are all judges today, judges of the facts. You know who you sound like right now? You sound like the guy from the Anna Nicole case, the guy that was like the showboater. Oh, the judge? Yeah. Maybe they're all like that. They might be. I think they all want their own TV shows. I'm sure they all do. Yeah. So how are you doing tonight? Good. Well, you, know you... What, you know what you need to do to sort of get yourself out, out of this jury duty funk? What's that? You need to queue up a little uh, something from Hampton Roads, uh, July 1675, maybe? What's that? Hampton Roads, July 17th. What is Hampton Roads? Dead. What do you think it is? The dead? Yeah. The Grateful Dead? Yes. Um, I don't know. I'm not much of a dead fan. Are you familiar with the show? Yeah. Well, how about something from uh, Blues for Allah? I Again, I don't play a whole lot of Grateful Dead on the show. You might want to listen for a few weeks and kind of get the feel for how we do the show. And that, you know... Oh, I've heard it. Well, I, I would settle for Me Without You by Bobby and the Midnight's. Um, I'm not, I'm not really going to play any side projects either, no. Okay, well, thanks anyway. Um, I, I hope you have a good night. Well, uh, well, thanks for calling, buddy. Sure. What's your name? Uh, Bryce. Bryce. Yeah. Because there's a Bryce who calls and talks about the Grateful Dead also. Yeah, that's me. Wait, 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 hold on. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Bryce Prefontaine. Yeah. That's, but that, it doesn't sound... The Bryce who calls and talks about the Grateful Dead is like, mm-hmm. Hey, man. What's going on? He talks like that. Did I sound like that? Oh. Wait, this is that Bryce? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Well, you know, I've, I've actually been going through some really, really heavy stuff uh, over the, like the last month or so. Uh huh. And I just, 
in a nutshell, I just recently came out of this colossal fog that I've been in for like a decade or so. You know, so. So this is that Bryce. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And you, <laughs> this is how you actually sound. Yes. Well, <laughs> thanks to Newbridge Acres. Yeah. What 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 is Newbridge Acres? That's where I'm calling from right now. And and what is that? The treatment facility. Oh, okay. All right. It's kind of like the Betty Ford Center of the Quint Cities. Okay, so you're you're so you went in to kind of clean up. Yes, and this is my final night here. You know where it is, right? It, it's it's out where the old uh, Newbridge Fudge Foundry used to be before it wilted and then eventually liquefied. Yes, I do know where that yeah. is. Yeah. So yeah. I go home tomorrow. I'm 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 very excited. It's it's like a whole new chapter. I feel is, like a a new man. Is that in your Captain's Donuts? It is. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. The second one. The first one. What happened to the first one? That that was. It was kind of on the other side of Muffler Row. I used to go to it as a kid. I remember just going there, and it was just disassembled almost. Well. well like they took it brick by brick. But was it impaled at some point? Do you remember that? Like it was impaled on like a on like a like a church steeple or something. Does that ring any kind of bell? I don't remember that. At I don't all. know, but I do remember it being disassembled and it was just carted off one day or something. Uh huh. That was strange. Yeah. 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 Captain's donuts. I haven't eaten yeah. one of those in a while. They were good though. Yeah. Very good. The sprinkles were especially good. But at, anyway, so. I'm I'm in my final day. Mm-hmm. I got my final. Uh, it's almost like a thing where they had the the chips that you get, you know, for being sober. Sure. They're actual potato chips, though. That's what they give you. Yeah, you get to eat it. It's okay. Like, it's like a taste treat sort of thing. Well, that's good if that if that kind of fits the bill for you. Yeah, I, I mean, I I don't know if you ever knew this about me, but I used to I used to hit the um, hit the old bomb pr- pretty heavy. I. I think I hid it pretty well. You hid what? Your pot smoking? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you didn't know about that, did you? Yeah. <laughs> Every phone call you ever made to me, you probably took three bong hits during every call. Who did? You did. Really? Yes. Oh, oh see? Yeah, I mean, well, it's all, it's all for the best, you know? Well, I, I think it's fantastic that you you went through this and you're you're kind of uh, you're, you're you know you're cleaning up your act. Absolutely, I, but the worst problem, you know, I obviously I, I I do admit to the you know having my share of the gods green. I was also uh, addicted to another substance, um, you know, that I got into after I. Uh, Came into close contact with uh, you know who our old German buddy. Oh, um, Werner. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. And that just that took me to a whole new depth. Uh huh. Terrible. You know, uh, Werner and his his brother Rudiger. Yes. Basically, to cut a long story short, they took me on a very long, very costly, very intense uh, ski trip. Ski trip. Oh, okay. I get it. Like uh, cocaine, and, and I'm not alone in this. <laughs> there were a lot of people in Newbridge who went who went on on that ski trip, and uh, it got really, really, really bad for a lot of people in Newbridge. And um, you know, I 
oh, actually, you might not even know about this. You were, this whole thing all kind of came to a head about two, three weeks ago at the, uh, the biannual colonial days. Uh-huh. You were in the hospital, weren't you? Yes, I was laid up. You had some, like, upset tummy or something? What happened? Well, no, it wasn't an upset tummy. <laughs> no, it was No, it was a kidney stone. Okay. Upset tummy. Well, I don't know. I, I mean, it's... Okay, well, that's that's just... That, well, whatever. Where'd I, you go? Newbridge General? I went to Newbridge Civic. Civic? Yeah. Now, I've heard that that place is, like, monstrous. Is that true? It's not... It, but it's weirdly understaffed. Really? Yes. Now, is we it kept true? we kept ringing. There's like uh, one of those old fashioned bells on the counter. Right. It was almost like an old hotel. Really? Yeah. So you would like if you wanted like a nurse or a doctor, you'd have to ring, almost and, like on Marcus Welby or something. Yes. Okay. It was almost like going into a stationery store, like those kind of ding. Try to get some attention. Right. And did someone come eventually? Eventually, somebody came down. Like, how long did it take? Probably, like, 35 minutes. Oh, my God. What if you had had, like, the, your really bad tummy uh, upset? Well, it was very bad. Well, now, is it true that they have a highlight arena in their sports medicine department there? I, I don't know anything about that. Okay. That actually sounds... Uh, plausible? It sounds plausible. It sounds like they'd have the space for it. Okay. But it, it, it sounds like something that might be a little too... Uh, Although I don't know, I guess I guess if it's a it's a like a physical therapy kind of thing. Exactly. Yes. Maybe I mean that might be like an advanced. I, I can only picture that being an advanced physical therapy. I'll have to check it out on on their on on their site. Anyway, uh-huh. so, I'm sorry to get so off topic. Sure. No, that's. So anyway, what you missed during colonial days, mm-hmm. you know, and as you know, we we had one back in back in September, and they they have they have like two of them a year now, which I I, I think is sort of ridiculous, but the town seems to love it. And for people who don't know, Colonial Days mm-hmm. is a, is a kind of like a town-wide festival where it's kind of like a return to the days of yesteryear. Yeah, everyone like, you know, they, they kind of churn their own butter. It's, it's, it's like a whole, almost like a street scene kind of festival thing, but everyone is very, you know, they wear the traditional garb, or a lot of the people do. You don't have to, but it's, it's you know, it's... it's uh, uh, looked upon with favor if you do, you know, if you don your breeches and, you, mm-hmm. and your knickers, etc. Yes. So, so anyway, Werner and Rudiger during during the, the three day Colonial Day period mm-hmm. were operating this funnel cake stand. Okay. Guess what was mixed in with the powdered sugar that they sprinkled liberally on their funnel cakes, Tom. Coke. Uh huh. Really? For uh, just uh, among for all of the funnel cakes. Yep. Uh, that's terrible. Well, and their funnel cake cart. Uh huh. It looked just like a little ski lodge, and it was called Das Blow Bar. Not too subtle, huh? No, that, that's horrible. Yeah. Why? And nobody, nobody caught wind of it. Not really, and I mean. Check this out. Even the counter, you know, where you put your money down and they give you your funnel cake. It, it was made out of four welded-together railroad rails. 
So it was like a little reference to rail. Exactly, exactly. So and they were really flaunting this. They were totally flaunting it. No one, no one really thought anything of it. And, of course, the first funnel cake was free. Because then they get you, they get you hooked, Exactly, obviously. and people started coming back and just, like, demanding more and more funnel cakes. It was just this insane madhouse, and these people were, like, instantly addicted because it was such powerful stuff. I don't know where they got it. Mm-hmm. But it was like top of the line stuff. I mean, like, like Keith Richards would get this stuff. And all I'm sure that that was not that was not the free stuff. Exactly right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was so insane. Remember um, Bishop Fontana? Yes, he he uh, he was kind of like a like a. Uh, He's he sort like of a, called called like the the, the pop culture. That's uh, right. Uh, you know, pontiff. Yes, he he was a, he was a uh, like a, 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 a man of God. But he so knows about everything. Like he knows probably the name of every player on The Apprentice this year, sort of thing. And he kind of weaves those things into his into his sermons. Yes, so, I, I do remember him. What what happened to well, him? He he was so ex- he was so in just like in the thrall of, of 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 these funnel cakes that he actually ended up stabbing Reverend Miller from Newbridge Episcopalian. He stabbed he somebody. He stabbed him so he could get a, his funnel cake sooner. Well, that's horrible. It was sick, you know. And you'd think, you think, know, like, where's the police presence during this? Uh huh. Only only one officer on, on scene. Who was that? Harrops. Oh, okay, Harrops, uh, Officer Harrops. Yeah. Who, who, of course, had taken his traditional vow of three days of colonial living. Okay. You know, so, that he does. He he does sure. during these things. Where he where he completely. Kind of, uh, he's back to the Stone Age. Basically. Immerses himself in yeah. in that world uh, to uh, to where he has no modern nothing. trappings, no walkie-talkie. He can't radio anything, nothing. So he's unable to use any of his modern day tools, and all he has to keep order is this old musket and a quill. <laughs> wow, that sounds that sounds completely. Irresponsible. It, it was, and so he's running around yelling, "Stop, or I'll shoot ye!" I, I, I don't even know if that's what they said back then. Did they say that? I, I don't. I doubt they said "Stop, <laughs> or saying, I'll shoot ye." He must have said ye. that thirty times. Well, it sounds like he already. If he was going to violate anything having to do with the uh, the the tenets of uh, of uh, living in colonial times. Yeah. He uh, he maybe should have not violated the uh, he should have maybe violated the the, uh, the the to carry a walkie-talkie and an actual police issue firearm. Exactly. Yeah. So he's he's going stop or I'll shoot ye. Ye must you know step step back. He did actually get off one shot at Rudiger. Uh huh. But he missed. Okay. And unfortunately, he did end up hitting that poor kid Pudge. You know this guy? Yes. Oh my right, God! Got him right in the calf. Is he okay? He's okay. I think I I ran over to to help him to see if he was okay. Uh huh. But he was so vague about whether or not he was okay. It was so infuriating. It gets very. He he's like that. He 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 can't own anything. He, anything exactly. He, yeah, he was like saying, "I'm like, are you are you okay? Are you okay?" And he's like. I think like um like um I like got like shot and stuff. 
Uh-huh. And he must have said the words and stuff 50 times. It was like hypnotic yet incredibly annoying. That is exactly what it's like. So I just walked away. He drives me up the wall. Yeah, I just walked away and was like, have at it. You know, I don't know, I don't know what your deal is, mm-hmm. but it's not for me. No. So all the while, Rudiger and Werner are just raking in the cash while all this is going on because it's taken Harrop's like an eternity to reload that musket. Uh huh. And it, he he kept dropping that you know that powder horn that your powder goes in. Yes. Like the, they used to use back then. Yes. It's not like a horn hat that those Vikings wore. No, but it's like something that you would wear with a little strap over your shoulder. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. And so he kept dropping it, and all these children kept laughing at him, and he was so mad. Oh. And he started yelling all these profanities. And this is... This is, this is a, law, a yeah, lawman. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he's, he, of course, he has a powdered wig on and his knickers and you uh-huh. know, his stockings and stuff. So he's not, he's not that, you know, imposing. Yeah. You know. And, and so people are... Pandem- it sounds like things are starting to heat up. Everyone's screaming, yelling. Yeah. They're all gacked. And these Cub Scouts are yelling at at Officer Harrops about yelling about him using the f bomb because that didn't exist back in colonial days. So technically, he couldn't use it. Uh huh. And they're also poking him in his bottom with his quill. It was actually hilarious. It's got to be on YouTube at some point. Well, that that's it's kind of dispiriting, though. Well. Special kind of once in a lifetime sort of thing that you get, you get to see, but it was terrifying because everyone's just in this coke frenzy too. Yeah, everyone now, everybody. And at this point, that's when this huge muscle-bound guy comes up to Harrop's and literally wraps Harrop's musket around Harrop's head, just like in one of those cartoons. So he takes his musket mm-hmm. and bends it. He's so strong uh-huh. that the guy just wraps it around. There's actually a, uh, there was a photo of it in, on the front page of the Newbridge Herald Times Herald. Uh-huh. Okay. And the guy that did it, one of those dudes that works at Jock Squad over at Radio Hut. I think his name's Horse. I've talked to that guy. Really? Yes. He seems weird. He is very intense. Yeah. That's, uh, wow. Well, so guess what he did next. What's that? Guess what he did next. Who? Horse. What did Horse do next? Horse made Officer Harrops eat his own powdered wig as part of a four-course meal. Well, what were the other courses? Harrops' stockings, his ruffled shirt, his breeches, and his underbreeches. It was sick. Ugh. That is kind of rough. Yeah. So eventually, the old Westbridge branch of the National Guard had to come in to restore order. Okay. I don't know how they found out about it. Well, thankfully they did. Yeah. Well, you missed it, you know. I mean, that's like one of those amazing stories that's going to be handed down from generation to generation, you know. I was laid up the whole time. I missed, well, I missed so much of that. Well, those things only come around once, uh, like every hundred years. It's like <laughs> back on, uh, what was it, August 17th, 1914, when uh, Cyrus Dalrymple I ascended to the heavens and twirled his handlebar mustache and did that backflip in front of all the people of Newbridge. I missed that also. I was not around for that, obviously. It's a shame there wasn't photography back then where they could have actually recorded that. What do you mean? When was that? 1914? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was photography then. I don't 
think so. Um, I do think so. So anyway, Werner and Rudiger end up getting away somehow. No one knows where they are. Uh-huh. No one knows what happened to them. Somehow they escaped. They might have gone down to Port Newbridge and just, like, got on a boat or something. Really? Yeah, yeah. But so many people fell under the spell of the White Lady that day. It was so sad. There's actually not a single bed empty here. In at Newbridge Acres. Exactly, yeah. It's like, it's like 70% of Newbridge is here. So, huh? Yeah. I guess that that kind of that kind of explains stuff in a way, which I I never put two and two together on this. What do you mean? Yeah, it's like I I, I don't know, like I went to the Commons, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the other day, and and see, you know, the CD submarine. You ever sure. shop at that place? Sure. Like it was it was closed. Yeah. And Radio Hut was closed. Mm-hmm. Pancake Promenade was closed. Well, you know, Craig Cooper from Radio Hut. He was actually my roommate here. Really? Very trying guy to be around. The guy, he's the guy who runs Radio Hut. Exactly. Yeah, after his father, kind of. His father was apparently put on, like, a barge or something. Have you heard this? Put on I, a barge and, like, been, like, pushed out to sea or something. I heard about it. I don't exactly... I, I, I kind of... Yeah, you know, the son was such trouble... Yeah. That I almost couldn't even focus on the father. Father was a piece of work, apparently. You know who else is here? Who's that? Adolf von Trimble. Adolf. I know. I know a Timmy von Trimble. Yeah, his dad, the geneticist. Yes. Who kind of, brought, I guess, brought Timmy into being or something. <laughs> I don't know how you want to phrase it. His his first name is Adolf. Yeah. Pretty unfortunate. Yeah, that yeah. that's horrible. Yeah, so he's here. Uh, Keith Garfinkel, do you know him? Keith Garfinkel, that is a guy who is, I think I spoke to him. Is he is he like a a slap fight guy yeah. or something? Like he's yeah. he's uh like a his his uncle or something was like the the postmaster general. Yeah, yeah he, that's he, right. He's the uh, he's the power forward on the Newbridge Red Faces. Yeah. He's here. I mean, we're all kind of battling this thing. Uh, Augie Richards. Augie Richards is uh, he he. If I remember correctly, he ran a restaurant called uh, Ye Old Burger Barn. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. So he's he's got it to uh, Reggie Monroe. Reggie Monroe. Wow, everybody's in there. Survivor. Yeah. He was the guy from Survivor yep. who got thrown off. He got caught uh, doing something kind of improper. Yeah. Uh, one of your good buddies, Darren Ploppleton, your co-worker. Is that his last name? Ploppleton, yes. I never even knew that Darren's last name was Ploppleton. It's Ploppel- a weird name, and I don't yeah. blame him for, for keeping that under wraps. Yeah, everybody at work just calls him Darren. Yeah. Darren, not, well, he's not a, a... Not a flattering last name. And I don't know, I, I asked him this, why didn't your parents, or your, you know, your, are those your descendants or your ascendants? Like the the ones that came before you. Those are your. Those are your. <laughs> those are your descendants. Your descendants would be uh, the ones would that come, come after you. Would come after you. Yes. Well, your 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 pre your previous ones. Yes, the your, previous generation. Your forefathers. Sure, your for there you go. Why didn't they, why did they not change the last name from Ploppleton to something else? Yeah. And he he just he was with that that family pride sort of thing. Sure. He said about you, and I, I don't, I don't think I'm talking out of turn here. He said you guys had a band together. 
Well, no, we played at a at a. Uh, the consolidated. Yeah, we did something at work. He said you ruined the band though because you didn't have the stones to quit your job and go full time. Well, no, well, it was like a it was like hobby rock. Well, you know, he, it, it wasn't meant to be anything more than than just like for a talent show. Well, he said it's one of his his great life regrets, and uh, actually, his girlfriend uh, Kim is in here too. Uh huh. Who was uh, Cyrus Dalrymple's daughter, I guess. Wow, everybody. Yeah. Everyone, all the guys in White Tiger. Wow, I, for, I, I forgot all about that band. Sheila Larson. Who's that? She used to be married to that rock star, Corey Harris. He was in that band Mother 13. Okay. The guy that may or may not be dead. I, I, I haven't really heard much about this. He actually called this show... Okay. And I think he was in, like, the Himalayas or something. Okay. Had some weird climbing thing. Or yeah, something. it was some yeah. stupid yeah. stunt. Well, Sheila and I are actually dating, and we have plans to live together once I get the deed to my lean-to all straightened out. There's been some weird stuff with that. Uh, you know, Bryce, i got to say, it is nice to hear you sound so coherent. And, and just, you just sound very balanced. It's good, you know. I mean, I'm I'm going through it, and and uh, you know, I'm coming through the other end. A lot of people are. There's actually a, a whole wing here for people that that aren't aren't dealing with the you know the basically the Bolivian problem that mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. we've all got. There's there's another wing that they call the non coke wing. Um, um, do you remember a guy named Judge uh, Davies? Oh, of course, yeah, he, he, absolutely. He, he's in in here also. Okay. I think you you may have heard about. Well, he I think he has other problems. Um, He actually tried to fashion a device out of a roll of toilet paper, a deflated soccer ball, and a power cord to a pot eighty port a ghetto. Wow, he he really does have problems. Yeah, it was was actually a port a ghetto that that Craig Cooper brought in for one of our dance parties. Okay, okay, well that that makes sense. I guess that. uh, uh, the guy at Radio Hut would bring some, uh, like a Radio Hut uh, boombox in. Well, yeah. I mean, you got to get the music going for those parties. They're so much fun, and they, they really help us just kind of let go of the tension and, and all that. You know, when the staff would go home, we'd just kind of kind of get the get the party going. So, like, at the end of the day, when when you've gone through all your... Oh yeah, all the all the back and forth and the you know the discussions and that sort of thing. And Wait, did you did you did, <laughs> did you say when the staff goes home? Yeah. Why? Well, how how at a facility like that does I, that should be a twenty four hour center? We're there for twenty four hours, yeah. Yeah, but there should be people working there twenty four hours a day. No, they lock the doors when you know after at, at, at like six, and then everyone goes home, and they kind of seal us in, and they come back around nine in the morning. <laughs> they seal you in. Yeah. It's not as bad as it sounds, really. We actually have a blast, you know. Well, it sounds dangerous, first of all. No, I, I mean, you know, the, the, there's no substances or anything, so we're all just kind of, you know, you know, talking it out and having fun and dancing until eventually someone ruins it, of course. Uh huh. And who ruins it? This one guy. There's always one, you know. Sure. It's, it's basically it's this one guy that complains about the kind of music that we're dancing too and he wants to be sort of the master of the of the music okay and what's who is that well he's actually here right now Uh uh-huh okay hang hang on yes who's this 
<laughs> Who's this? this is, my name's Tom Sharpling. I'm, mm. uh, I'm on the radio. Really? Yeah. What station? WFMU. Oh, the high school station? Oh, you're the boy that had the high school radio show. No, it's not a high school mm. radio show. Sounds like it. Uh, you, you aren't even listening. What do you mean? You haven't been listening. Oh, come on. You can't talk to me like that. Oh, well, I just did. You can't. You know why? Why? I'm the new spokesperson for the Barbazon Modeling Agency. Barbazon? Yeah. The mo uh, what modeling agency would hire you, let alone the Barbizon Modeling Agency, which has been around for a long time? Barbizon. Ba oh, Barbizon. Yeah. What? What did you think I said? Barbizon. What's that? Oh, it's just the name of an agency that's been around for a long time. This is Barbizon. And what? What is that? It's an agency where uh, they place barbershop singers and ads for model airplane products. Why? They, what do they do? They place barbershop singers in print ads for model airplane products. Why? Well, they're... <laughs> so, for, if anybody ever needs... Like, if, if, a, if a model airplane mm -hmm. product... Yes. Uh, like a model airplane a manufacturer... Right. It's like, well, we got to get our new ads together. Obviously, we need some barbershop guys. Absolutely. For this ad campaign. Yes. They 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 have the uh they are the go-to place for that. Oh, absolutely, you know. And once I get out of here, I'm just going to I'm just going to rule the roost, overcoming my addictions. Well, what wh what are your addictions? Cakes, candies, candied cakes. Shoe-based pornographies. Ew. What? Don't judge. I'm not judging. It's just... Yes, I am judging, actually. Oh, go away. You go away. You you took the phone away from Bryce. No, I didn't. Sure you did. Oh, shut up. Hey, now, if you'll excuse me, I had to give birth to a gentleman's agreement, Sam. <laughs> Stop. Ugh. Late. What? Late. Well, it's Bryce again. Hey Bryce, what, what is that? Oh. That guy, I, that guy drives I, you nuts. I, I will die happy if I if I never come in contact with him again. He he is a handful. He's the bane of my existence. Yeah, sometimes he's, he's he's a creep. Yeah. Hey, but you know, you did mention um, you know what happens when when everyone goes away at night. Uh huh. There is actually one guy that stays behind. He's he's this new nurse. Uh huh. And he kind of makes sure everything's okay, and we're all we're all good. He's he's a great guy. He's um, he's actually straight off the boat uh, down at Port Newbridge. You know, he's kind of he's kind of new to the scene, new to America. Uh huh. His name is uh, Wilhelm. Wilhelm. Yeah, super nice guy. Looks kind of like Herman Rarebell from the Scorpions, but with much longer hair. Uh huh. And the bushiest mustache that you've ever seen in your life. Is the mustache blonde? Ray, it's which gray. Is because his hair is black. Okay. Yeah. So he's got pitch black hair. Exactly. And a gray mustache. Yes. Yeah. Well, that sounds like a, a that just sounds like a, a very troubling. Oh, he's great. He, he's actually from oh, he's the old good... country. Okay. Like I, I think I'm not sure, but I think it's Austria or something like that. And um, he's been sharing this really, 
really nice folk remedy with us. Uh huh. It, it's um, and it, it's so it's so nice. It's got everyone just sort of calm, and we're all really just in, in, in enjoying life as a result. It's, it, it, it's like a balm. It's almost like chapstick. Uh huh. You kind of smear it on your lips. Uh huh. And I've only I've only tried it a couple times. Uh huh. But it's very it's it's a very pleasing feeling. And what what is it? It's it's like a naturalistic thing. Yeah, he said it's like an herbal sort of compound, but it's it's you know it's 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 the the same, um, you know, kind of uh, feeling as as like chapstick, that same kind of substance, you know. Uh-huh. And, you, and you actually you put it on, you smear it on your lips, and you feel like you're floating, almost like in the womb or in space for like like a couple minutes or so, and then you wake up like 19 hours later, and you feel. You feel good. And what what is he saying the point of this balm is? It's just like a natural relaxant. Uh-huh. Yeah. Everyone loves it here. It, it, it's, it's, it's got this weird, long-sounding, uh, kind of like German-sounding name. Uh-huh. But he, but he just calls it blue. Blue. Yeah. And everybody likes it. Everyone loves it, yes. Yeah. So And, and when you take it, mm-hmm. you... You said you kind of black out. Is that what you're saying? It's not really black out, but you you take it and then you feel like really good, and then you kind of, yeah, like I said, you you're, you you wake up like 19 hours later. Uh huh. And um, well, that sounds like dr- a drug. No, it's he, he said it's all. He said it's, it's technically it's it's an herbal remedy, so he can't officially like sell it in a store. Uh huh. But that that's his ultimate dream. But until then, he's going to be vending it out of that massive old deep fryer that's been sitting behind um, ye old Burger Barn for years. Uh huh. I guess it was the original batter butler sort of buttle uh, chamber. Yeah, it was the the uh... where all those rats used to live. Remember that? <laughs> there were a big expose. I haven't been around any of that batter butler stuff in a in a long time. That. That place was always disgusting, and that food was always kind of disgusting. Oh, I liked it. I kind of liked it. You liked all that bottled oh, food? Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. So we all get out tomorrow. Uh-huh. And he said he's going to open up around 9 a.m., and I know a lot of us are probably going to be there at, like, 7. Well, that, I, I got to say, uh, Bryce, it's very troubling. It sounds like you're swapping one drug for another drug. Not at all. No, it's good. It's good stuff. You gotta, you gotta try blue. You know, I could probably get you some blue. Um, no, I'm not interested in it. It sounds terrible. Actually, here comes Wilhelm now. What what are you doing? I was just slathering it on. Oh, you were putting on blue. Yeah. Okay, and you put it on like a chapstick. Are you asleep? Bryce? 
Oh, 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 no. Oh, no. Blue. There's going to be a new drug epidemic. And I don't even know what it is. What's blue? So it's going to be some weird chapstick now that people are going to just be nodding, nodding off for a day at a time. Oh, it's going to be horrible. Thanks for listening to another episode of Best Show Gems. This is a sampling of the full three-hour Best Show on WFMU, which can be heard each and every Tuesday night live at WFMU.org, Tuesday nights, 9 p.m. until midnight Eastern Standard Time. You can listen anywhere on the globe at WFMU.org. If you're in the New York area, you can listen over your radio at 91.1. If you're in the Hudson Valley area, outside of New York City, check out the show at 90.1. And if you need more information on the show, go to friendsoftom.com. That is the best show on WFMU website. I want to thank a few people who are uh, instrumental in making sure this show takes place every other week. I want to thank Martin DeGrell, who is the executive producer of Best Show Gems and the curator of this program. Thank you, Martin. Mel Matsuoka, who is the, uh, the man who has been in charge of the entire Best Show on WFMU archiving for ages now. He is the architect behind this whole thing. None of it would be happening without you, Mel. Thank you so much. John Worcester, of course. Thank you for all the stuff uh, you do and we do together. You're the funniest dude alive. AP Mike for all your work helping keep the show running smoothly. I want to thank Spoonie for coming up with the Best Show Gems logo. And again, if you want to listen to a full episode of the Best Show on WFMU, go to WFMU.org. There are archives up there covering the entire decade plus of the Best Show on WFMU. They're all waiting up there for you to listen to at WFMU.org. And thank you for listening to this, and we hope to... uh, have you hear us soon i don't know if you're hearing it or not i'm gonna assume you are so thank you so much and uh we will see you soon hi